Hey everyone, this is Corinne Lafoy, your favorite radio host, your only radio host and favorite girl, of course, broadcasting to you from the lovely island of Trinidad and Tobago on Between the Lines. And you know, I always start my show off with gratitude, thankfulness, and I'm thankful to be here. You know, you would have heard me earlier today on another episode, and now I'm here again in the afternoon, and the weather is still the same. Beautiful, bright, sunny, and warm. Yay! I think it's a little bit warmer now than this morning. But I'm happy either way. I'm not complaining. I'm still glad to be here at this time of the day. I was here earlier this morning and I'm here now. So I am thankful to still be around at this time of the day. Yeah? So I have a handsome man with me. I tell you, you know, I have, listen to me, handsome men. If you're looking for handsome men, come on between the lines. Now, the thing about it, they are all married. Mm, that's the thing about it. They are all married. So if you're looking, you're just coming to look. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else. I think I'll have to broadcast a new ad or something saying single men only for my show. So that when the ladies come checking out the shows, they can say, oh, potential, potential. So I have Tom Corner here. He's blushing. He can't help himself. I am. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Corner. Yes, Tom Corner is on a personal mission to improve himself as a father. Oh my God, he really needs to help all these other men. He's <laughs> on a personal mission to improve himself as a father, husband, colleague, and member of the community. His dream is to help people of all ages find their path in life. He has welcomed success into his life in pursuit of his dreams and desires of attracting love, laughter, and abundance into his life and he's going to be telling us how to do the same and the topic uh, for today's episode is life is fine when you are aligned i actually changed it about a bit i said life is actually perfect when you are aligned and we're going to find out what alignment means and why would you need to be aligned probably you didn't know that you were not aligned sounds like a car you need to align your car you need to align this or that but you don't think that you need to align your life. Nobody thinks of that or people are not thinking that. And why is it perfect or fine when it's aligned? So Tom, welcome to Between the Lines. Great to be here, Corrine. Thank you. Very nice introduction. Thank you. I do my best. So it's great to have you. It's great to have you, Tom. So life is fine slash perfect when you're aligned i just lost you there okay great you came back on good good we can't have you there we go we can't be talking we're fine without right without <laughs> seeing you right the handsomeness does go with the show okay so so hmm. that's part of your children's uh book series i think i saw that on your website yes it no. is so yeah go ahead. go ahead no no you go ahead so life and life is fine when you're aligned is the third children's book in my series featuring the main character <clears throat> Kylie mm -hmm. who's based off of my daughters myself and really is based off of be based off of anyone mm -hmm. um, and it's just really life lessons on how to live an aligned life but that's such a young age you know when you talk of alignment it, it's normally when people are an adult you're starting pretty early to talk about alignment in children. Uh, yeah, that's the perfect time to start. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's why I'm, yes. I'm, I'm really surprised because normally people don't know. Well, I mean, I'm sure when most people listen to this, they'll be like alignment, you know, just like I said in the introduction, 
they would align their yeah. car. They would align everything else. You know, yes. you know, the wheels of their car, everything else would need alignment. But they don't think that their life or they need to be aligned. And aligned to what, really? Right. Aligned to what? And for you to, to bring it up at a young age with your daughter and your relationship or, or with any parent and their child or a young person, I mean, that's really commendable because people normally get that in their 40s or probably 50s or something, you know, that's, not, that's, not that early. That's it. Yeah. And, and you're spot on. And I wrote the children's books because I wanted to help my daughters find happiness and find their path in life three, four decades before I did. And, Whoa, three, four right? decades. You're giving them a yeah. head start. Yeah. Right. Giving a head start. And I wrote the first book. And I remember uh, being interviewed. And somebody asked me how long it took me to write the first children's book. And I, and at the time, I said, well, over 40 years. <laughs> it took me over 40 years to write it. I mean, in, in reality, it took a couple of years. But mm -hmm. it was a, over a lifetime. And yeah. I didn't. It's, and the first one was just about setting goals and, and, and being, being aware that you can change them. And we mm -hmm. typically first, we, most people typically write their first list of goals in their life at a young age when they're planning for the holidays. So <laughs> it's based around Chris, Christmas, which, which many people celebrate. It doesn't have to be Christmas, but this little girl, Kylie writes her Christmas list and she it teaches children the idea of, of, you know, visualizing, writing your goals down, but also to think about things she wanted for other people. Mm -hmm. And then the holiday comes around and the gifts arrive. And, but she continues her list for life. Nice. And it's, it's about, okay, well, that's just like business planning. That's just like goal setting. Mm -hmm. And if you start at a young age and, and understand that, mm -hmm. um, it will, it will result in, and amazing things. And then the, the follow-up book was positive thoughts, positive life. And that's just about affirmations. Yeah. Wow. How many, and they're really for, they're really for adults too. <laughs> an adult <laughs> well, I would hope too. so. I would hope so. Yes. Um, how many children do you have, Tom? I have three. And they're all girls. Wow. Yes. So you're surrounded by women, your wife and three girls. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, right. Okay. Don't show off the outer. So you're surrounded by them. <laughs> it's all they're, they're great. I, I know they're great. That that's a great position to be in. And so it, you it know, is. when I when I mention in your bio that you're on a mission to be a better father, husband, you know, that type the different roles that you that you have in your life. I think that's commendable. Yes. Most people, and I wouldn't gender base it, I, I mean it's both male and female don't really consider working on themselves to be a better anything except probably a better worker, a better employee. You would hear yes. that. Yes. But yes. in terms of a personal mission, not even a goal, I think the word mission gives it more of a purpose mm -hmm. with intention. You know, they, they don't think about working on themselves. Like, I want to be a better person. Just a simple thing as that. I want to be a better person. Yes. What, does, what does that mean to you to be a better person? It may mean I want to be able to give more. I want to be able to give a comment, a compliment to somebody. 
once a day. It could be as simple thing as that. By, by you yep. having the goal or the mission of saying, I want to be a better person. I want to be able to tell someone good morning and smile, genuinely smile. Simple things like that. But for you to say yes. you want to be a better father, husband, you know, community member, that is significant. It means to say you're working on a, on a higher self. You're looking to, to, you're seeking a better version of yourself. Um, I am. And challenging. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about that journey. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It, it, it is a journey and um, it's, it's as difficult as you want to make it. And I make it difficult at times, but, <laughs> but it's, um, it's amazing. And mm-hmm. so f- at the time I, my books are all really about life lessons. So the time I published life is fine when you're aligned mm-hmm. in March of 2017, at the same time I published a memoir honoring my wife's triumph over stage four non-Hodgkin lymphoma back in 2004. Mm-hmm. And um, she's amazing. And we, based on what she went through when she went through her chemotherapy, she, us having kids was a re- very remote possibility because wow. the mm-hmm. treatments she went through devastates your body yes. and could create infertility early onset menopause and, and many wow. other side effects. So the fact that we had our first daughter was a miracle. And now we have three is just, three. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so I, so I wrote the book, mommy, why do you have two birthdays from a place of love? Because yeah. you could be very angry about having cancer or an illness. And I believe that uh, a lot of our disease or illness is because of being misaligned yes. with our energy and our thoughts and, and other things. It's not the only thing, but it's, mm-hmm. a, it, it's a big contributor. I agree. And, and so I wrote the book, Mommy, Why Do You Have Two Birthdays to Honor Her and the thousands of girls and women and boys and men who have been affected by it because you're kind of ignorant to it until it affects you personally. Then you mm-hmm. see so many people affected by it. And I wrote it so that people know they can ask questions and they can, they can challenge an opinion from a place of love to find the answer because we had to, it was, our life was awesome. And, and then all of a sudden they said, you have stage four. And, and we went from doctor to doctor and they said, no, there's not much we can do. No, 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 no. Until we found the right, the right doctor. Yeah. And, um, it's it's been pretty amazing because I also published it, Kareem, because I was fearful. Hmm. Like my my wife at the time, we had a television interview uh, locally here in Philadelphia, and she said, what am I going to say to them when they come in? I said, just tell them what happened. They'll hmm. just ask you what happened. And she said, well, I told myself I knew I wasn't going to die. And I said, well, hmm. then, then the interview's over. That's it. Like she had the belief. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that's it. Right. And so it's, it's about belief and it's about um, positive mental mindset as well as physical. Mm-hmm. Um, so the children's books leading into that is all about being be- becoming better, being better every day. But then I just published my personal memoir because I carried a lot of anger with me for a long, long time. So my really? memoir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you it's, don't look it's, it. I- 
I was just about I was just about to ask you which planet were you born on because because <laughs> you couldn't be born on planet Earth with all these other men. I mean, I'm not bashing men, but you know, when I'm still around, I'm not seeing men taking that sort of personal self transformation, looking within, and and seeing taking accountability and responsibility for who they are and the impact that they're having on other people's lives. I mean, doing that sort of introspection, I'm not seeing that. So I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm saying to myself, where did this man come from? Was he, <laughs> when did you come from? I mean, and, and but, you know, because that takes a sort of, I'm, I'm trying to come up with the words, that takes a sort of, uh, the words just, yeah. Me. It, 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 takes a, it takes a sort of person that is willing to admit to themselves something is off, I need, you know, something is broken within me, um, yes. I, I could be better. It, it, it's, like a, it's, it's, more, it's like a surrendering, but it's also a vulnerability. That's the word I want to look for. Exactly. Vulnerability. You are That's willing. It. You're willing to be vulnerable. You're I'm in willing. a very vulnerable place. Yes. <laughs> People are not willing to be vulnerable. They are going to close up, put up those walls, those barriers, yes. defenses, defensiveness to protect, you know, the ego steps up and say, no, that's not me you're talking about. That's not me. And they will make excuses and cover. And I'm listening yes. to you and I'm hearing so much vulnerability, especially when you said you want an angry man. I would never... I mean, not that you could tell, I mean, you can't tell somebody just by watching them that they're angry unless they do something. So for you to say that, that's really, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear well, that. <laughs> thank you, Corrine. Well, it's, it was, it's hard because I, I, I knew it, like just in how I reacted. And, I, and what happens is, you, is that if you carry it and you let it out, mm-hmm. you know, people people criticize you for it. And okay. if you don't know why you're angry, then you just, then you're, then you just carry it with you. And, um, it, it like I said, it hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but it, I, I mean, my wife grounds me, but at the same time, she wants to wring my neck because, <laughs> because, uh, I, <clears throat> I, I needed to find out why, like why I'm here mm. and I get, sorry, I get emotional, but I'm no, okay with get emotional. Like, so, get emotional. So, so I, I published my memoir. I, I published her memoir and I realized it was for me. Mm-hmm. The more I talked to people about it, the more I needed to make peace with, with her cancer that she doesn't have. It's not even hers, <laughs> but I had to be able to face that fear. Mm-hmm. And so for my entire life, I built up, a wonderful career, mm-hmm. but I carried this anger and I, and, and most of us, and I, I was watching Wayne Dyer before we dialed in for this, but, but most of us live our life in the, and I captured this in my book in the shadow of fear. We yes. do things out of fear. I, and, and so to, so about being better, even if I want to be better and I would do something and I'd be nice and do something. Mm-hmm. What happens, Corrine, mm-hmm. is if, if, you're ex, you, if you have expectations attached to you being better, you're in trouble, right? <laughs> so if I give someone, 
I buy someone a cup of coffee or I say hello to them. Most people expect something in return. In return. And if they don't get it, or if it's not what they had in their mind, mm -hmm. then they get mad, right? Yeah. You, can't, you can't have an expectation. And so in writing my book, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I realized that I was living my life up to the expectations of everyone else. Yes. And so being better, first of all, a lot of people just kind of go through the steps of life and thinking that's it. I, I'm, I don't want to make it as simple as this, but I'm born. I go to school. I fall in love. Yeah. Maybe I get married and I have a family and I have a career and I retire and that's it. To me, yeah. I, I wanted to understand why. Like, mm -hmm. I don't understand why it doesn't make sense. I'm, and so now that's where my wife wants to wring my neck because <laughs> I do things that are not the norm. I have to figure it out. And I realize I create this struggle in my life that I don't need to. No. And so it's all about perspective, mm -hmm. right? Perspective. So I've, I read a line, pain is a wrong perspective. Right. So if I feel pain, emotional, physical, or at the, I'm angry at the world, it's my perspective. Of course. Of and course. so if, so there's your perspective and your expectations. Mm -hmm. So you have to be willing to want to be better, but don't have expectations of getting it in return. Yeah. Because if you do, you're going to, you're going to set yourself up for disappointment. That's right. And, and hurt and pain, hurt and pain. And I want to, I want to, yeah. Here because you talk about expectations, I want to add in an attachment as well. People are attached to the outcome, people are attached to other people, yes. people are attached to things. If you have no attachment, it's the same as expectation. If you have no attachment, then it doesn't matter to you how they yes. react if you get something in return because you're not attached. You are doing something with the intention of just doing it. You don't yes. want anything in return, and that person who is doing something for you must also do the same. It may, not, it may not be reciprocal as that. You may let go of the attachment, but that person may not. You have to tell them, hey, you're off the hook. There's nothing, uh, you know, don't feel that I need, I need to be able to do something for you. And I, if I ask a friend to do something, especially if I'm friends with someone for a very long time, because you will only reach out to somebody who's very close to you for a special favor. I would yes. say, the first thing I say to my friend is, if this is going to impact our relationship, don't do it. If this is going to change our relationship, I don't want it. Keep it. Right. You know, I do not, I'm not going to compromise mm -hmm. the years of love, you know, the ups and downs. I am not going to compromise my relationship with you for that thing I'm asking you for. And especially if it may be money, I may be borrowing or something like that, because you right. know, money can be the one thing that can, that can really sever our relationship. I yes. make it very, very clear. If I'm borrowing money from anybody, I'm like, if this is going to come between us, do not give it to me. I, I right. see it very plain and straight because I, I value the relationship much more than the yes. money. Than the money. Yeah, I value it. And so, True. yeah. Um, so attachments and expectations, you know, um, and, and aligning yourself. And I want to come back to the point of aligning to what? Yes. Um, because when you, when you take your vehicle into wherever the garage and they align your wheels, you know, it's straightened yeah. up, 
it's 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 fixed it so that it could run smooth on the road it's not wobbly whatever it may be but right. when, you know i guess it may be the same for us in life we don't want to be wobbly we want to be we want to be so aligned but aligned to what that we're on a on a particular vibration and frequency energetic yes. field that allows us to tap in that whatever life or like for me the universe um, decides to bring towards us, it comes to us because we are aligned with it. If you're, if you're yes. on the wrong frequency, you're not going to hear or pick up or, or attract those type of things into your life. I want you, I want you to talk about that in yes. terms of your own journey because in the bio I mentioned about you attracted abundance, you know, a more balanced life kind of thing. How how did that happen for you? How did that manifest for you? And what did you have to do? Well, and, and this is the interesting thing. So there's a line, um, uh, gradually then suddenly, which is <laughs> captured in a book, Fierce Conversations, which was captured from the book, The Sun Also Rises. But mm -hmm. everything happens gradually then suddenly. I'm, gradually I'm then not, suddenly. Why? Right? And me, meaning Why we're, we're, always, we're always learning. Do that? Why does it do that? Gradually then suddenly. Everybody looks. I'm not there yet. I'm still working on it, right? <laughs> so, I'm. But I've. I had a limiting belief system. So you talk about energy, mm -hmm. and and fear and anger. Um. I, I and I've because I've. I. So yeah. I, oh man, <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about a lot of people that I follow, like Abraham Hicks. And oh, yeah. And oh, Louis yeah. You follow the same. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. most people aren't aware of that. Right. And they just kind of, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's so that you just, you can just go through the motions of life and it'll be fine. Yeah, and just, for just me, I just, yeah. I had to make sense of it. I had to understand because my, my anger was my fuel for that. And now, mm -hmm. It's funny, I, I have to answer your question, but like I talk about my latest book, my memoir, and mm -hmm. I can't talk about it because it's kind of like I'm tired of talking about it. And, um, <laughs> and it's, and it's something in the past. And I'm like, I'm not, that's, that was that's over. A different time. It's, it's fascinating, but it's because of, of gradually over 20 years or so yeah. of listening to Wayne Dyer in my car, listening to Jim Rohn, who's a yes. The speak, motivational business speaker listening to all these people and I never clicked with me Corrine. I never understood it and I would be frustrated and then so what happened was I I have a I have a life coach right and people say why do you have a life coach and, and if you want to get better at life get a coach if you want to be a great athlete get a coach if get you want to yeah. get a teacher and people just look at you like why and <laughs> Why, well, why not? And I've always, here's, here's so you, there's so many things we're talking about. You talk about vulnerability. Mm -hmm. This is a, this is a societal thing, at least in the United States, and especially mm -hmm. with men, mm -hmm. right? And I sit down with people and talk to them about what they're going through. I believe I had to do everything myself in my life. Yeah. Because if I asked for help, it made me weak. <laughs> and that's the biggest lie. Oh, yeah. Ever. Right. And, and Arnold Schwarzenegger was interviewed and he said, people always ask, say to me, you're a self-made success. You're a self-made superstar. And he, he says, no, I'm not. I said, I rode on the shoulders of giants to become who I am. Mm -hmm. And some, so 
I was living under the false belief that number one, if I ask for help, I'm weak and I was afraid I'm still, and I still catch myself doing that being yeah. afraid because it means you're stupid. You don't know enough. You don't you're know not good enough. Oh, wow. Right. And then the ability, because if I tell you that I want to cry or I'm, I'm sad, mm -hmm. especially a guy, you can't do that. You can't do that. And it's, and that's, so it, so to, I will in a way answer your question, but it, for me, it took a while, a coach, and then I started meditating, and then I started oh, yeah. immersing myself in A Course in Miracles with oh, Wayne yes. Dyer. Oh, David Hoffmeister, I love them. <laughs> yeah, so so it 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 really, and, and oh my gosh, I see the world so differently. So I'm in the middle of this, this right now, because mm -hmm. it really just gradually happened now suddenly i'm in the middle of the shift and it's very as <laughs> as abraham would say or esther it's yeah I'm creating a lot of orneriness yeah <laughs> There's a, so my energy but it's fascinating so when i, I published it. when i published my book i mean i had a i had a breakdown mm -hmm. right and in and, and i opened in my the second chapter of my book i uh, and I look back at it, I'm like, oh gosh, what an idiot. Like, I just, my perspective was wrong. <laughs> I was angry, right? And I, but I, but I worked out of fear because I had to, or someone's going to get me or take my job or I'm not going to have enough. And it's the oh, worst wow. way to live your life. Mm -hmm. And most people do it. They just don't know it. Yeah. And they think it's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. And so I got to a point where I had a breakdown and I told myself, this was, 2016, 2015, December, January, 2016. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. I've got to find, I got to find a different way, find mm -hmm. a different path. Yeah. And uh, I started the shift, but I got to a point where I said, well, a life of anger is not, is not a life worth living. No. no. Right. So I have, I had, I had to make a decision. Yeah. I had, I ended my life mm -hmm. either physically or <laughs> Or I decided to go and turn around and be vulnerable and love. And that's yeah. where people say, well, if you love, mm -hmm. if, you, if you hug and accept people, you're weak. That's your no, strength. That's your it's, strength. It's your strength. That's your strength. Believe me, love is the way to right. go. Love is the way to go. It Thomas. is. And one, it, what you're talking about is the yeah. ego. You see, we have totally. been programmed. We have been programmed from childhood. You know, to feed the ego, to, to look for external validation, to prove ourselves to people outside. And so we still, we don't know who we are, but there's a little yes. voice that's inside of you that would stay quiet for the time. It would stay quiet for the time because it remains dormant. But there comes a point in your life when that voice, that inner voice starts screaming. It starts yeah. talking to you. It's like, knock, knock, I'm here. And you're like, what? Who, who's that? Who's what? <laughs> and you <start> say... <laughs> And you realize it's, it's your inner child. It's you that, that yes. has been living there, but just dormant, staying still is not dead and it will never die. You know, because that, yes. you know, that's what people call your intuition, your inner being, your soul. You know, they will have different terms for it, but that is what is keeping you. And we have to be able to separate, uh, you know, the ego versus, versus the, inner, the inner child, yes. right? We have to be able to separate that. And, and it takes a while because just like I said to other persons on, on my show, 
you don't have a comparison. You don't have a reference. You were born into a family, born into a situation. That's all you right. knew. Is not to say that you came out with two manuals or three manuals and you're like, exactly. oh, this, this is not going to work. I want this. This is what I want. Okay, I'm going to go this way. This is a better way. You don't have a manual. You just came nope. out. <laughs> you just came out and you are the mercy of the parents or whoever you were born to or wherever you were born. So you yes. don't have a reference. As you become exposed, you go to school, you look at other people, you start working, you travel. You're like, wait a minute, these things happen. Um, you yes. know, your soul starts talking to you. You start questioning. You start asking yourself. You're like, wait, there must be more to life than this. You yes. know? Yeah. Yes. And I, I tell my life coach, uh, the, the, the Buddhist saying, um, chop wood, carry water, enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. And, I, and every time I say that, years ago, I would say, that's stupid. That, that is the dumbest. How do you, that's just the stupid. How can you be enlightened and then work? And then eventually, uh, and I would always say it, I'm like, uh, okay, my perspective has changed because my perspective was just so wrong. Yeah. You, you work and that's it. That's your identity is work. Mm -hmm. And how can you be enlightened if your identity is work? No. And a lot of people fall for that. And then oh. I, and especially if you're working out of fear and you're not really, and again, most college graduates, there's like a third, a fourth of them or a third, maybe a, a quarter of them that actually stay in the, the, the major that they study because it's, there's, it's expectations and it's, it's, it's not knowing how to, to kind of break out of it, but it's, <laughs> it, it, it's it's so um yeah it's it's fascinating i lost my train of thought there but um that's all right but it's all, but I, like, want to help you but, all, I want to help you along it's a painful journey it is and and it shouldn't be it is and, and without pain you would not learn you have to go through the True. pain yeah you have to go through the pain and that's where the fear comes into and of course the ego is built on on fear and vice right. versa and so it will do whatever it takes to protect itself from you know or protect you it thinks it's protecting you from going through it that does yes it right. thinks it's protecting you but in, in what it does is keeping you in that comfort zone and not allowing you to grow you know because the ego does yeah. have a role but you when you become awake and you become conscious and and you become more enlightened and you allow yourself to yes feel to to experience a spiritual journey to go within to start finding out what, what is causing me to be so fearful, my anger. And you go back into your childhood because that's where it all That's starts. what I did. Yep. Yeah. That's why you're going to cry. That's why you're going to be bawling. That's, yeah. I cry every day, almost every day. I think I didn't cry today and I didn't cry yesterday. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but you're right. That's it. And it's, it's the expectations part. And you're right. So Wayne Dyer was just talking about on one of his videos I was watching he, about when he went back to his father's grave and he was mm -hmm. so mad. He was so angry mm -hmm. and he left and he turned around, something called him back and he forgave him mm -hmm. because, and I, so my book, Borrowed Eyes and Feet, Finding Enlightenment After Raids is, is in chronological order, the, my year of enlightenment, which was 2016 and mm -hmm. the things that happened, but how I reflect on my past because I was so angry and, and I realized one day I'm like, I'm angry. A lot of times I was angry because I was that little child who was helpless because I boiled it down to my parents being divorced when I was a young child. Mm -hmm. And it, 
and I'm not blaming them, but it's a reality. So the subconscious yes. has yes. to survive. Yes. And I was just talking to my mother this week. I said, she's amazing. And she just didn't understand, which I get. But my subconscious felt I was abandoned. So I approached the world that way, my career yes. that way. I approached people yes. that way. And always I had the wall up because I know my subconscious mm -hmm. saying, you're going to be abandoned. So yes. you've got to really... You, <laughs> You can be nice, but don't let people in because they're going to abandon you. Yeah. And it's, yeah. and, and most people don't realize they their don't. path in life, what they no. do. They do things over and over again. Yeah. It's Same because habit. of that. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and yes. And so that's the expectation. So my parents did their best and now I understand. And my stepfather, I love him and I forgive him. I mm. didn't understand. And mm. he treated me the way he did because his father treated him that treated way. Him that way, yeah. Right? So if you uh, look at that, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't need to carry the blame or the guilt. Yeah, the if I understand and forgive and can love you, then mm. yes. Yeah. And that's a big deal. And for yeah. me, it was it was big. And so what I... and. <clears throat> And the awareness, like you said, Corrine, mm -hmm. I still get these thoughts that come up. And I, I relate, I relate it to people, especially young youngsters. And I say, have you ever been in a mosh pit at a rock concert? And a lot of kids have mm -hmm. a, mo a mosh pit at a rock concert is a violent place. There's where people are on the ground and they're in a circle and they're just running back and forth and they're beating each other up. They're bouncing wow. off of one another. It's really weird. And I, I've been in them. <laughs> so I say, well, if you don't pay attention mm -hmm. and you're not aware, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to change. But mm -hmm. if you understand that your mind processes 50,000 to 70,000 or so thoughts a day, mm -hmm. and they're all negative and they're <laughs> all se yeah. self-sabotaging or hateful, yeah. mm -hmm. what do you think is going to happen? Mm -hmm. And then and then people say, well, look in the mirror and say, I love you and I'm proud mm -hmm. of you. And, and, and people laugh at that when you say that because they're no. afraid. Mm -mm. But when you do it, mm -hmm. and most people give up because it doesn't work. Because if, if, my, if, if uh, three quarters of my thoughts are negative and I start throwing mm -hmm. positive ones in there, the negative ones are going to stomp them out and they're going to yeah. overwhelm. It's just like a disease. It's like, you, have to right. you have to keep repeating those positive affirmations and you have to believe yes. you have to emotionally attach. It's so a that's the gradually and suddenly. Yes. So yes, go ahead. It's a work in progress. It never ends. It never ends. And those triggers that keep coming back, that's what you call them, the triggers, they would keep coming back because it's the ego reminding you, playing back that tape in your head, yeah. you know, trying to make you go back to where you were. And you have to stomp that voice out and say, hell no, you're not speaking to me. Not today. No, yes. not today. Yep. Not today. So it's, it's a work in progress. And, and the Always. good thing about it, the good thing about it, Tom, is that you have, you have recognized it. You are aware of how it has been impacting you, your wife, your children, the people around you, your business interactions. You are aware. And that's all I'm asking people to do, you know, in my yes. show and, and when I interact with people. And they see it in me when, I, when I'm out. They see it and they tell me. I don't even have to ask people. They come up to me and they say, hmm. You're, you're just so bubbly. You're just so bright. There's a light. There's a, you know, and I'm like, yes, you know, like somebody said to me last night, I went dancing and 
the guy said to me, you look so serious. I always wanted to say hi to you. I said, I always look serious. But he eventually took the plunge and shook my hand and said hi. And I'm like, hi, you know. <laughs> but but <laughs> people perceive you. And as I say that, yes. what just came to me, what, what my spirit just said to me is people perceive you. And you mentioned perception. People yeah. perceive you through their own their own history, their own environment. Exactly. So it's not that I'm serious, but he probably is a serious person. And he, he just through his eyes at projection, he's projecting that onto me and think I am serious. I can be serious, but I'm always yes. laughing in my dance class. I'm always bubbly. I'm always whatever. But his perception of me is that somebody else mm -hmm. would have a different perception. So, but we cannot take on that. We have to know who we are, find out who we are, just like you're doing, finding out mm -hmm. your purpose, seeking answers, soul searching, looking to be a better version of yourself, connecting with your higher self so that you can now radiate that type of being and others can see and learn from you. Yes. Very well said. Yes. <laughs> I thank you. So being yes. aligned, so being aligned, like for me, I'm aligned to my source. Right. My source would be either my God, you know, people might say God, your source, wherever your energy, you know, your, your vibration, where, you know, because we are spiritual beings. So there is a higher source. Mm -hmm. There is a higher source. So yes. when you speak of alignment, that's, that's who or what or whatever you're connecting to. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. And, and, but people, people are afraid of talking about that. Really? Why? Well, you know, if you mention spirituality, because it goes into soul or it goes into source and then you go into, then you say the, the G word God and then people kind of <laughs> step back. Right. And really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Especially in the United States, if you talk religion, it's, it's, it's fascinating. I'm like, how can everybody be, how can everybody be debating religion? We all come from love. Right? We all come from love. We but all come from love. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's the fascinating journey about yes. being human and being on yes. this earth because we have the ability in our physical bodies to 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 sense things and see through our eyes and exactly. hear in it. But the problem is then it allows us to judge. Mm. And so the more fear you have or anger, that judgment's negativity. And mm -hmm. but so yeah, you have to be aligned. And mm -hmm. if something goes wrong or you feel angry, it's and I call them the amazing ways, amazing A's of awareness. You have to be aware first of all of, of your of, of your emotions and thoughts, mm -hmm. and then you have to once you're aware and acknowledge it, you can accept it. And I, I'll you know speak to my daughter's elementary school and to all to these kids. So you you open the story up, the, the interview up, talking about kids books and being aligned mm -hmm. this is what's this is what's fascinating is i spoke to my niece's school a couple years ago and my daughter's school elementary kids first grade to fourth and i tell a story about my daughter jordan who at the time was in first grade and she had a spelling test and she got one word wrong and out of 20 and i after school i asked her how it went and she was down on herself she said i got one word wrong and I said, really? Well, what was the word? She said, nutrition. And I said, I can hardly say it. Spell <laughs> it. And, you're, and you're in first grade. And so she was comparing because her, her, her classmate got them all right. So she was upset about that. 
I said, how could you be upset? Mm-hmm. You did really well. And this is where I started to see things differently. I said, well, I said, you know, you were meant to get the word wrong because mm-hmm. nobody look at it. They don't look at it that way. They look at it. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I said to her, I said, you were meant to get the word wrong. And she looked at me and said, why? I said, because you'll never forget how to spell it ever again. again. There's a lesson there. Mm-hmm. But when I spoke to these kids and I shared that story, I said to them, I said, what do you think? Because she got one question wrong. What do you think she was saying to herself mentally? Oh my God. And, she's right? a and here's, I'm a failure. I'm a dick. Exactly. Oh, so geez. the same thing happened in the assemblies, Corinne. I called a little boy two rows to the, in the back on the left. And I said, what did she say? He said, I'm bad. Yeah. And then another kid said, I'm stupid. stupid. And then I started tearing up and the whole yeah. auditorium turned to for negativity. One, for one thing wrong, Tom. For one thing. Right. What, what about the other 99 things that, that right. she right? My God. So what? then a little girl, right. And a little girl yells out, I gave it my best. And I said, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so I gave it my best. But mm-hmm. that's where alignment mm-hmm. is you don't you you've you, you've got to be aligned mm-hmm. out of the gates and out of the gate yeah love your parents and your teachers but you can also question them not out of disrespect or anger no. but out of curiosity and you have the you have the right of to course. want to be better and learn because we only know what we know we know our best that's and that's right. good enough and loving and, ourselves and loving ourselves first, loving ourselves first and foremost, self-worth yes. and self-esteem. Tom, I want to hop across to your website, which I have up here now. Let me just share the page. It's a beautiful site. I want people to see it. Put your handsome self there. there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, let me shift you out of the way. Yeah, this is a lovely site. I looked at it and I'm like, wow, this is really, really well done. Really, really well Thank done. Thank you very much. Yes, I love it. It's well organized. All your books are featured. Well, as sure. I mentioned at the beginning, I used to do it myself. And then somebody said, yeah, you need someone else to do it for you. So that's <laughs> because I had somebody help me. Yeah, yeah. let <laughs> go. TomCorner.net. Yep. Yeah, let go and let somebody else do the stuff. Don't try to, to think that you could do everything yourself. Yes. Yes. This is nice. This is nice. Are you having anything that you're giving away or you want persons to be able to connect with you? Um, I, 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 they can spend time on my website to check out some of the interviews I've done. Mm-hmm. I would love for them to, to purchase my book. They're more than happy to read. No, I'm more than happy if they want to reach out to me or, mm-hmm. or just connect. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm open to coming out and speaking to schools. If anybody has uh, schools that they want me to come out and speak to, or even business meetings, like I said, it's, yeah. it's it really applies to everybody. I had a great conversation with a, an, a you know a business colleague who's an adult who's like, well, you know, an adult. He said, "Whoa, your <laughs> book about anger, I get it." And yeah. it's just fascinating. Most people just don't know that they can yeah. talk about it, and it's okay. I want but, people to get in touch with you here, put in their name, email yes. and and connect with you. We looked at the bookstores, the, the bookstore, because I saw books on store, the books in the store, so that yeah. they can get a copy of your book. Are, are they all available on Amazon as well? They are, yeah. Are so there's, there's links um, that 
yeah, when you click on purchase. directly to Amazon. Yep. Okay. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. And of course, and you can you check have... out the cool stuff because the cool yeah. stuff is about Ooh. is about the mosh pit of your mind. Cool How could I leave all the cool stuff? I went everywhere yeah. except the cool stuff. Right. And it's this just affirmations. This is where it's at. This is where it's at. 86,400 seconds per day. Take yeah. you, owe, you, owe, you owe it to yourself, Corinne. You yeah. owe it to yourself to give yourself at least 30, 30 seconds out of 80, over 80,000 seconds a day to be nice to yourself. That's not That's much. where it starts. That's not right? much. But a lot of people can't do it. My God, you can't find 30 seconds to spend on yourself? Come on. No. Isn't that amazing? People can't do it. So, so I created this. I'm like, I'm gonna. You ever go to a, like a, a a store or something? And they have the flyers up where you pull the tab off. Yes, this get, one. You know, for for hire. I said, well, how how much would you value your life? This is about the the coaching thing. How much would you value your life, right? And people would say, is it worth a hundred dollars? Like, are you kidding me? I'm worth more than that, but they won't invest a hundred dollars for a coach or yeah. just yeah. affirmations or the right book. And it's yeah. interesting in how you look at it. That's a perspective thing. Wow. And that's that's the Mosh Prove Your Mind video. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. That's another one, yeah. Yeah, nice. I can see you're very passionate here. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're very passionate. Of course, I think you have some other things in the store here. That, that yeah, it's just the yeah, Mosh Prove Your Mind shirt. Mm -hmm. If you want to wear it. <laughs> if you want to wear it, Mosh Prove Your Mind. The Mosh Pit of Your Mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is fabulous. This is fabulous. I like this. You owe it to yourself. I think this is one of the first videos I would encourage persons to look at. And you see, I highlighted this. Take 30 seconds to be nice to yourself. My goodness. Yes. 30 seconds. Right. I spend more than that a day. And you know what? What I want to suggest to people, and it's something that I learned from off a YouTube video from somebody that I follow as well. Um, an affirmation. There's an affirmation reminder app that I downloaded. Yes. And I, they give you pre- pre-filled affirmations but you can also add your own and set it so like every hour it pops up as a reminder you read it it's very very good and and there's a thing to tap you can tap on it so that you keep reinforcing it in your mind and attaching your emotions to it and and here's something that if people haven't done this before what they need to do is most people quit first mm -hmm. of all mm -hmm. they give up because they feel it doesn't work mm -hmm. and and I do this and so when I would say something an affirmation to myself I knew I didn't believe it right mm -hmm. and that's your subconscious saying you're you're no you don't deserve that you yeah. don't deserve that that's the ego. because that's right so ego. you've if you do recite an affirmation you have to pay attention mm -hmm. to how you feel and pay attention to your body like when I don't believe it like I just felt, you don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. I feel it in my chest and my shoulders. And then sometimes it gets intense. It's in my jaw. I know mm -hmm. I don't believe my affirmation mm -hmm. and I have, I tap on it. I do EFT yes. tapping too. So yeah. I have to tap on it to break it away. But yeah. most people don't think it works because their subconscious or ego is saying, no, you're, you don't deserve that. You're a loser. <laughs> and, and you hear it loud. And, you hear it loud. Yeah. yeah. So you really have to pay attention, but yeah, ev yeah. eventually it's gradually, eventually you do it. it yeah. I'm here because it took me decades to figure it out. I'm still yeah. figuring it out, but, don't, and, but a coach 
my coach, she always says, I'm just holding the focus. That's it. I'm holding yeah. the focus. I haven't done anything for you. And yeah. it's true, but yeah. it's just, but it's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It's great. I mean, Tom, this has been fabulous. I enjoy speaking with you. I enjoy the work that you're doing from young minds, which is the, which is the place to start. I would yeah. even suggest to go younger than the age that you're doing from in the womb, because that is where everything starts. Epigenetics. True. How you, how you talk, how you love your child within the womb, you know, and even before that, preparing for that child, if you know you, you want to have children, preparing yourself, because if you're bringing a child into the world, you know, I, I have been thinking about this a lot lately. I think we need to have programs, and probably that may be a suggestion to you, programs yeah. to help prepare young people, you know, from, you know, uh, I don't know, the age where they can become sexual, they're so sexual early these days on parenting yeah. and what they need to work on themselves before they care for anybody else. <laughs> Very true. They, yes. for, they need yes. to care for themselves before they could have responsibility for another human being. So that before is we like, can, yeah. yeah, before we can accept anybody else. We have That's to right. You ourselves. need to work on yourself. <clears throat> so I want to thank you so much for being on between the lines and sharing your journey and, and as difficult as it may be, it is the most wonderful experience at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's, it's yes. really the most, I mean, I'm, I'm excited at life each day. And I'm like, yes, no matter what I struggle with, I'm like, yay, yay, I'm happy to go yes. through that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to Wonderful. go through that because I have a different mindset, a different framing of the situation is what, what am I learning? Universe, what are you teaching me? What are you trying to teach me? Why am I still in this? You know, I am open. Yeah. I am open to you. Show me, you know, show me the lesson I need to learn. So once you're in that, in that frame of mind and willingness and surrender, you know, you're going to learn and you're going to move on and become a stronger person. Any yes. final words? Any final words? No, just love yourself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> love I mean, everyone. Just yeah. love. I, I, I think that sums everything up. Just love yourself yes. and go with love and, and just radiate love. It's going to yes. come back to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's all around us. Yes. Thank you so much, Tom. I well, really thank you. Kiss your girls, all your girls. It was an honor. Kiss all your thank girls. You. you have a blessing there. <laughs> a lovely you wife. You as well. Yes, thank, thank you. you. You have a lovely wife and three girls. After the, after the situation you shared with me about your wife, it is a blessing. Be thankful. Yes, it is. It is. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. <laughs>